Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan, and I'm back with Jeff and Christy Othmer. So thanks for joining you guys. Uh, at this, usually on Tuesdays, we talk about, I don't know why this became a thing, but I started asking questions about like, how long have you been involved in Victory Point? Whatever. Mm-hmm. You guys don't typically worship with Victory Point unless you, know, yeah. you guys are here visiting or something like that. Um, but uh, we were talking yesterday a little bit about how you guys how we got connected, mm. whatever. Do you want to just quickly share that story about how you guys got connected to Victory Point? Mm. Why we're... Yeah, yeah so um, we, uh, a number of years ago, we, we uh, connected with a network. The three, it was called 3DM Network at the time, or Covenant Kingdom Network, technically. Mm-hmm. And a guy named Paul McConaughey was the head of the network, and he lived in Sheffield, England, and uh, really resonated with this network. It was, uh, the way we described it, it was a network that really displayed a culture of grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we just loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as Americans, we felt totally accepted by Paul and, and the other yeah. members of this, of this net church network. And um, fast forward a few years, Paul and his family, as probably some of your listeners know, yeah. moved to the US and landed in Indiana. And uh, is now leading a network, the 3DM network that Victory Point's part of. And uh, uh, moving forward even further, I asked Paul, I said, hey, I'd love to connect with some churches in Michigan because that's where I go a lot. And uh, we're looking for some new, you know, I just want to find some new mission partners. And next thing I know, I'm eating tacos with uh, at a really nice taco place. I don't, I don't think I've been back either. It's, <laughs> it's near the church. Um, but uh, with Steve Rusticus mm-hmm. and uh, Matt. Yeah. And the rest is history. Yeah, as they say. Yes, yes, indeed. And have you? What have you guys noticed about Victory Point as a church? Like, what, what have you guys observed about this partnership or about the church itself? Well, one funny aspect, I think, I, I feel like there's more blonde people <laughs> in Victory Point. Uh-huh. It's Not definitely, me. it's definitely a Holland. You know, uh-huh. you get this Holland feel about it. And maybe, yeah, maybe it's because I see Matt most of all. You know, uh, I don't. Yeah. Matt is definitely the picture of that. He's a he's a Holland guy. You know, <laughs> um, so no, but the uh, yeah, I I just yeah, what I love about it is it, there's a church in West Michigan that is serious about making disciples mm-hmm. and is willing to not just not just uh, on a rampage whatever, you know, we're going to do this, but you know, th- there's a real sensitivity to gut spirit, mm-hmm. a real openness, teachable spirit, yeah. um, being led by God's spirit on what, you know, this journey of being the church and what that looks like. And, and I love, you know, being in West Michigan, it's not easy to, I think to be, be the church in some sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll just let the listeners ask you about what that means. Okay, but it's not—you know what I'm saying? It's not—it's not easy. It's cha- it, there's challenges if yeah. you want to just be traditional and kind of do your thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of fill in what I think you're trying to say. Maybe you feel okay. like you're—you you don't want to say it because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or something like that. But I think uh, what you're—what I think you're trying to say is there's a lot of assumptions about what church should be, 
And that's very, church is very cultural in West Michigan. And you don't have to do a whole lot of work to quote unquote, start a church or lead a church mm-hmm. um, by the book uh, or according to cultural assumptions and to intentionally follow Jesus and not take it by assumption is hard work. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And to go, yeah, we might good. do some things that are similar, but we might do things different. We're not necessarily trying to follow along with the cultural norms. Um, that's kind of going against the current. Yeah, I think one I didn't um, realize before I went became a missionary, but how important the work of contextualization is. Mm-hmm. Um, every yeah. missionary learns that when you get to the field because you realize the way you said things in your home country doesn't even mean the same thing when to the other listeners. And I think what I appreciate about Victory Point is I see you guys as leadership really trying to do the work of contextualization mm-hmm. yeah. for your people and where you're at. And I think that's so important for the church especially as we think about those who don't yet know Jesus, we've got to make sure that what we're doing and how we're doing it is really saying the good news to people. And yeah, so we really resonate with you guys about Mm -hmm. that. And then we already have a similar language because we've come together under the learning of 3DM and, you know, 3DM isn't, they don't, it's not that they're got everything all together. It's just this language that helps us, create a culture that's really about discipleship and we really believe that's important yeah. the language you use and we've already practiced those similar yeah. uh, that similar language so it's really exciting for us we've got a lot of supporting churches well a handful but you guys are the ones that use a similar language yeah. for us so we're like yeah they're our church mm-hmm. that's cool <laughs> yeah thankful for that well thankful for you guys and your partnership and definitely uh, mutual uh, sense of relationship with you guys knowing that you guys are on a similar journey of and we learn a lot from you guys and how you're leading and how you're um, loving Jesus and um, pursuing God on mission so um, thank you for setting the example for us and teaching us through the way you guys lead so definitely have a lot to learn from what you guys are doing in Vister and um, I want to have lots more conversations with you guys about what you're learning and because mm-hmm. we're we're on that journey too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. well, with that, let's open up our scripture for today. It is Psalm one thirty three verses one through three. It's the whole psalm. It's three verses. Um, Christy, would you mind reading that for us? Sure. How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony, for harmony is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head, that ran down his beard and on to the border of his robe. Harmony is is as refreshing as the dew from Mount Hermon that falls on the mountain of Zion. And there the Lord has pronounced his blessing, even life everlasting. Thanks. Um, Thank you, Christy. So what's something that's grabbing your attention out of this song, Jeff or Christy? It's 10 o'clock. Are we gonna get ten chimes? Ten chimes. Oh no. <laughs> right. Well, um, for me, it was actually Mountains of Zion, hmm. and I, I, the reason I, it caught my attention is because I, I think the previous day I was in Hebrews uh, chapter twelve, hmm. and it talks about um, yeah the city the of Zion, mountain. the holy yeah. mountain of Zion. And all the things that are going to be shakable. Yeah, unshakable. Yep, yep. So that, I, it, that's really the extent of it. I, I don't know if I had anything deeper than yeah. I started going a little bit deeper in the idea of 
what that play, you know, in, in Hebrews or uh, the author is calling, reminding that these Jewish Christians, like that's what we've been called to now. That's our future. Yeah. And, um, and so there was a, a the syn- synonymous concept of blessing and life and yeah. 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 The best of culture. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. So the mountains of Zion. So yeah, what do you, for you, Christine, what's stand out to you about this passage? Uh, it's the very last phrase that the Lord is there. The Lord has pronounced his blessing there being where there's harmony. Um, mm-hmm. Our, our British friends quote this scripture a lot. They probably quote an anglicized version of some translation, but they say, um, where there's unity, the Lord commands a blessing. Mm-hmm. What does your scripture say, your version? Uh, how very good and pleasant it is when kindred live together in unity. That's the end of three? That's oh, I'm sorry. Oh. oh, okay, the end of three is yeah. for there the Lord ordained his blessing like okay. forevermore. Ordained his blessing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was a new concept for me when we went to England, This that there's something about unity and there's something about harmony and brothers and sisters being unified that mm-hmm. allows God to uh, pronounce his blessing and mm-hmm. allows him to bring more life. Um, mm-hmm. We talk a lot about pursuing full life because that's what Jesus promised he would give us. So um, I think in our pursuit of full life, it's been our experience that um, unity and harmony is really important in that. So my mind's drawn to just reflecting on our story. Uh, we went over with mission partners, two of us as couples, to plant a church. And um, we're all very open about the fact that it was really hard season and we, we had to fight for unity. We um, didn't naturally um, get along in our personalities. We were like oil and water and the enemy really wanted to use that to, to stop us in our tracks. And um, we persevered in that only by God's grace. But now we're at about year eight, year nine, we begin to see God really allowing us to come to a place of unity and a place of really loving and respecting one another in spite of our differences and our different giftings. And I think we're just on this brink of like in the last year, we've been living in this blessing of that. I think we're really beginning to see fruit, um, kingdom fruit. And I think that work that God had to do in our characters over those years um, was really important to proceed fruit. I just see that in the scripture. Yeah. There was a, I think something that came to mind, was, uh, and I've been a part of for nine years, I've been part of a breakfast um, every Thursday morning. Now, in the last few years, I, I don't make it every Thursday morning, but every Thursday morning, all 13 ministers, or, the, or at least we're all invited, mm. get together wow. in town. I mean, this is the whole, all of them. Mm-hmm. There's always a couple that don't come because mm-hmm. they don't, well, you can guess why. They, <laughs> they, they have certain but boundaries, mm-hmm. but they're invited. And um, it wasn't always my favorite time. Um, but it, as a more, as of lately, uh, there's 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 such a blessing that's come over the years of coming together in prayer um, and just being for one another. And I think one of the blessings that's come out of that is with a few of the churches, we're, we've come closer together. We're partnering together in various ways. Um, but one way is one of the things I've always loved about all these churches and visitors. Uh, we're not competing against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, in fact, we've had a few people that have come from other churches and we've actually gone 
at least in spoken or had them go and speak to their ministers. Um, but we've actually had some specific times where the other ministers blessed those people as they came wow. to serve with us. Gracious. And, and, and we're committed to doing the same thing as we raise up disciples. And if they feel a call to go start this, help this new church plant or whatever it might be, we want to bless them. You know, we don't hold tightly to the people. Even if they feel like they could thrive somewhere else, we're going to yeah. put our stake in the ground that we're going to bless and send people. And mm -hmm. that blesses God's heart. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's hard, though, when it's hard to give up some of the things you know because like for example if i was to imagine another family coming in living in our house there's something that idealistically sounds like great about that it's like man that would be a really great picture of the, the kingdom of god mm -hmm. and the, yeah but even when someone comes over to visit or has dinner with us and they have values or ways of parenting or ways of interacting as a couple or communication patterns that are different than yeah. rachel and mine Mm -hmm. It can be so frustrating to be around those people. Mm -hmm. um, even my own parents, when they come to visit, it's great to see them. But there's also those times where you're like, get out of my space now. <laughs> you know, I, I want it back. And it, it betrays like how how uh, particular I am, how many you know preferences I have for mm -hmm. things that I hold above unity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so in the church, I think it's the same way when we start, you know, um, going, hey, you know what, we're actually part of one family together in the kingdom mm, of God. Mm, yeah. And then you've got some people who are on a different side of the LGBTQ issue than you, or you've got other people who are a different side of race issues, or you've got other people who are, you know, universalist, or you've got other people who are fundamentalist or whatever. And you put all those people in the same room, it's like, ugh, I do not feel comfortable here. And it's yeah. and then we want to draw lines about like, mm. well, these people are true Christians, these people are not mm. Christians. And uh, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to give any answers about that mm -hmm. or whatever, right? Because yeah. uh, those are hard conversations to have. But mm -hmm. just acknowledging the difficulty it is to um, yeah. practice unity um, mm -hmm. as church leaders. Mm -hmm. But then we also experience that as families and, and yeah. as neighbors and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's complex, yeah. especially yeah. in the kind of world we live in. It's, you know, there's a lot of tension around issues. Everything feels polarized, and then. But when you get to see people who do overcome those boundaries, yeah. you know, mm. that's, uh, I mean, I, I was taking note of that yesterday. We, we had coffee with some friends and um, we were having some conversation about, you know, uh, a documentary, American Gospel, mm -hmm. and how you said, um, you know, I think there's this thing in America where we were critical of other people's faith traditions or whatever. And we don't have that so much in England. Mm -hmm. um, or at least that's something that you are learning to let go of mm -hmm. because of this passage, I think, because of this, the heart of this passage, which is to say yeah. we need to be able to pursue unity together. And, um, and it's something we're kind of, I think we're addicted to the consumerism of drama here mm -hmm. and consumerism of division that yeah. feeds our own pride. Like we've got it right. It's a whole mm -hmm. Protestant mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. We have the right answer, and so we're going to forsake everybody else. And that's just a sin in our hearts. Mm. That's uh, that's gener that's a generational thing, I think. Yeah. So. But the invitation that will pull us out of that, I think, is when we realize that maybe we're keeping God from being able to pronounce his blessing and mm -hmm. give us full, everlasting life. Not yeah. just everlasting life and yeah. eternity, but like deep, full 
enriching, satisfying life here. Yeah. That's the invitation before us. So if we can lay down some of those things and find grace and mercy for those, mm -hmm. what we might call an error, mm -hmm. I think Jesus is inviting us into life there. Yeah. I totally agree. My brother called me yesterday. He was expressing how he's having a hard time with um, his work and with family. He's got a newborn. And uh, there's not anything I wouldn't do to help my brother, you know, like, and I think there's power and life and love in, you know, the unity of kindred, as it mm -hmm. says, you're a brother and mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. um, and to be able to pursue that, that mm -hmm. we can have each other's backs, and mm -hmm. love each other and have grace for each other. Mm -hmm. It's huge. And I think what, I'll just say this, maybe probably going to end this, but uh, <laughs> the I was watching uh, an episode of The Chosen. And I, I yes. just been, I've been blown away by this, the way the uh, writers of yeah, that show amazing. communicated something Jesus said to Peter when Peter started to follow him. He said, I'm going to, something along the lines of, you guys are going to gather people, but basically, but I'll take care of sorting them out. Mm -hmm. And I think the power of that is oftentimes we we think that's our responsibility. We got to sort, we got to be the judges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, guys, we got to gather people and then lead them in the ways and the words of Jesus. I, I, Christy loves to use that. And it's not just the words of Jesus, it's the ways of Jesus that we're trying to follow after. And, um, yeah, it's such a beautiful thing moving forward. I mean, I, it, just that alone would actually bring life, mm -hmm. yeah. um, let alone with the Spirit giving even more power to it. Absolutely. So, Well, thanks, you guys. Um, I'm looking forward to, we're actually going to pick up on a couple of these themes. We'll be able to unpack them a little bit more through the rest of the scriptures this week. So there's a lot more to be said about this, and we will get to unpack a little more. So that, uh, join us tomorrow, and we're going to unpack that scripture, um, which is from uh, Isaiah. Is that right? Isaiah 56? I think so. Something like that. All right. Blessings, everybody. Go in peace. Be with you tomorrow. Now it's time for some listener response. I got an email from Pam Dreyer last Friday, the 7th. Um, here's how her email went. Hey, Brendan, after listening and reflecting on the passage from Matthew, when Peter was walking on the water toward Jesus, as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was fine. But the moment he lost that focus, he started sinking. The part that I love is that Jesus didn't leave him to drown, but grabbed him by the hand and lifted him up out of the water. I'm picturing Jesus and Peter walking to the boat together through that storm back to the boat, knowing that Jesus will do and does the same thing for me when I lose my focus. He doesn't just leave me, but is right there to pick me up and help me get through the storm. It gives me peace and joy. And I step back and worship my Savior, Jesus. Thank you for these podcasts. I don't even get out of bed in the morning before I listen to them. It's a great way to start my day, Pam. Pam, thank you so much for that email. Super encouraging to hear your reflections. Yes, Jesus' grace is amazing, the way he picks us up when we fall and when we fail, uh, without judgment, but just mercy. It's amazing. So thanks for offering your reflections. Um, and I welcome uh, all of your reflections. So. Everybody, thank you for uh, offering all your feedback and reflections on the podcast. I just get to talk to more and more people who are um, listening regularly to the podcast and who give me their feedback. So thank you for that. And if you have feedback of your own, please send me an email or give me a phone call or 
carrier pigeon or old-fashioned snail mail, whatever you got, send it my way. I'd love to hear your reflections. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.